Welcome to City Limits. I'm Kevin. And I'm Ian. And happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. I can't remember better better weather on the 4th of July than this. I can. I can. <laughs> it's a little rainy, but hopefully yeah, it will hold off. It's been an awful weekend so far. Yeah, hopefully it will hold off for the actual 4th of July tomorrow. So. Yep, but uh, why don't we talk about some city issues? Mm-hmm. Um, let's start with a, a recap of the budget. Yeah. Um, that so, feels like so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, so... The budget did get approved, mm-hmm. uh, seven to two, uh, two, two votes uh, being uh, yourself and Councillor Palmucci. Mm-hmm. Um, Councillor Palmucci's main uh, reason for not voting for it was because of the Department of Equity and Social Justice uh, not being funded. Mm-hmm. I think yours was, was that, but it was also more, um, it came down to uh, a lack of transparency. Yeah, so so when we were going through the pension obligation bond, we found out that the city had a capital asset manager, and it was being he, that person was being paid out of um, the diff, and then got transferred to COVID, and you know, and then was eventually going to end up in our twenty twenty two budget. But I kind of thought, well, how many other people are we paying that are not showing up in this general budget? And I went and looked, and I found a total of fourteen people. Wow, <laughs> and that's just that was just me looking at specific departments. I wasn't searching through the through everything i just kind of just was looking for things so in the um in the finance department in particular there were four there are four people um being paid out of um the covid money and then also diff two and diff three and you know it was it's bothersome to me because the mayor said that he would look at um when he looks at the budget he looks at the pension and the unfunded pension liability which we now have a pension bond for. Right. And that's the two things that he looks at every year because it goes up. He and said it's pretty much the same budget. Pretty much the same budget everywhere else. <laughs> Except but for those, all these positions. Those two things go up. But the problem is, is those people, those 14 people are getting health care and they're part of the pension. So yeah. if you're not being able to see the people that were that are working in the city of Quincy, the number of people, how many people are working, how many people retire. It's, the, it's one of the first things. It's a formula that you look at when you're creating a budget. You know, And we don't see that. We just see a number. And that's what's not transparent. How many people are working for the city of Quincy that are hidden in other sources? And furthermore, when you pay for them in a bond, it would be like you paying your mortgage with a credit card. doesn't make sense. Right. So I know those positions in the finance department, mm-hmm. there are a couple. Yeah. So the couple that were in the finance department, um, the finance department has nine employees, and then they had a special counsel being paid out of COVID, an office aide being paid out of COVID, a financial coordinator being paid out of the DIF 2 and a capital asset manager that was being paid out of DIF 3 that got transferred into the general budget. And I know Mr. Mason didn't know uh, mm. a couple of those. Yeah, he wasn't aware of a couple of them. And, um, you know, it's it was, it was a little bit bothersome to me. <laughs> yeah, I think we have a clip. Yeah. So you have three other positions, I think, that are being paid out of DIF or COVID. The special counsel 2 for $50,000 an office aide for 31850 and a financial coordinator for 65000 out of DIF. Right. That, are being wow. charged, that are being charged to those accounts to municipal finance. Being charged to municipal, I'm only aware of one of those, uh, counselor. Okay, which one are you? Okay, and then you question, you know, should these, I think the capital asset manager, mm-hmm. should they be paid for? Out of COVID. With COVID money. And I don't think most people think that's what COVID money is for. Well, no, I mean, the, the, furthermore, the capital, we, I don't know how many towns even have a capital asset manager, but but the point is, is that we also had created, the, the one of the other things that I had asked for 
during this last year was for the Human Resource Department to start posting positions online so that we can get the most qualified people. And I don't think that was even posted online. So these are the these are the things that are very yeah, troublesome. Yeah, it seems to be like they're hand, not, not going to post everything. Oh, they're handpicking people yeah. for jobs. I'm not sure. And, you know, are they the best people that we're picking? And are they best are they best the way we're paying for them? Are they being paid for in the best, um, best way? They're not transparent. To be able right. to, you know, to hire somebody and not... Usually, the other thing, Kevin, is usually when, when somebody gets hired, um, it's something that comes to the city council, a new position during the year. If it's going to be a new position added to anybody in the in the budget, it would be come to the city council. But they're putting them in places and saying that they're not in the budget, so they don't have to come to us, which right. is wrong. Yep. And then um, It's new, still the taxpayer's money. <laughs> I know you'd question that and, um, and asked him why he wouldn't want to be transparent. And Mr. Mason said that they have, I think it's called ClearGov mm-hmm. Open Checkbook. Mm-hmm. And, and you've been pushing that for over 10 years. Yeah. Um, so well, you can say you have something, but if it's not actually open to the public, it's right. not open. <laughs> so open checkbook, just so you know at home, is anybody can go to the city city website, mm-hmm. look online um, and see line by line, just like your checkbook, um, by vendor, check number, date, and total. Yeah, just to see how, how, much, how much a transaction costs. You can also... Look, you can also sort them by vendor and mm-hmm. date. Other city governments have it, and they can you can actually see how they're spending their money, their taxpayers' right. money. So I I did look up ClearGov, and I did a, a chat with someone there. Um, they have um, what's called a transparency platform, which which comes with the what the city has, but the city has to enable it. Yeah. So you the can city s- has not enabled it. Yet. Yeah. So you can say you have something, but if, unless you enable it, and if the only person who can see it is the chief financial officer, then it's not enabled for you or me, the people at home, you, right. Kevin, or you, mm-hmm. Kevin, for you. So I have to actually go and dig dig through things and ask for requests and be specific about and look up, like, can you research everything here? Can you get me this? Can you get me that? It's a lot of work. And, you right. know, I shouldn't have to do that, but I do. Yeah, um, I agree. And I think, you know, other counselors would want to want that kind of. Um, everybody, transparency. Everybody should want that. And I that. think constituents uh, could could look and find things that maybe uh, a city councilor misses. You know, yeah, we could ask a question. But you know what that would make us? It would make us truly open and transparent. Right. You know, I believe this administration says that they are an open book. Right. So uh, <laughs> on Joe Catalano's show, the mayor was on there, and Joe did ask him if if that was a fair criticism about transparency. Uh, and let's listen to what the mayor said. But the, uh, the budget process that just concluded, um, and a couple of concerns raised, as you're well aware. One, the issue of transparency. Do you feel that was a legitimate concern? I don't. I don't know what they mean by that. Okay. I mean, it's the process is every year we go through this. Mm-hmm. And by the way, it's not like we're starting uh, from zero the next year. Mm-hmm. Essentially, it's the same budget with some tweaks. And every year we go through this process. So I'm not... I'm, I'm an open book. I'm not sure what the issue of transparency is. I, yeah, I think that's an overused term, quite okay. frankly, in okay. public life today. But uh, we are, we have an open book, and uh, so he seems to think um, it's, it's not an issue. Uh, transparency is just a word that's being kicked around. Um, this administration used it quite a bit early on in their administration. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything's convenient when it's when it's you know somebody else is asking the question, then it becomes inconvenient and. I'm asking the question because it came up during the pension obligation bond that a person was hired specifically for this reason, and then um, you know, and, and they were they were posed as having a lot of lot of background skills, and they didn't have that either. So it's we're not high. We have to hire. We can hire better. I mean, we should be doing. We should be getting people who are really qualified to do the job, and then uh, you know, opening up for the public to let them apply. 
Right. Uh, so transparency is kind of a thread through mm -hmm. this show, I mm -hmm. think you find. Then it went to, I think, the park department, mm -hmm. and uh, you questioned Mr. Murphy on a couple new hires. Yeah, I questioned him on a couple of things, but when it came down to the budget, there was two hires um, that I questioned him on. And they were specifically being hired for the downtown. And it was a foreman and then somebody that would be working like on the landscape and gardening for the downtown. Just for the downtown. Just for the downtown. So no, they would not, the resources would not be used for any other portion of the city. Not They wouldn't be in Squanum. They wouldn't be in House Neck. They wouldn't be in Ward 2, Ward 3, Ward 4, Ward, right. nowhere, just in the downtown. And you know, I tried to cut those two positions because I basically thought it was wrong that we were hiring people that were just specifically going to be working on the Adams Green and the General's Bridge and you know, it's just not the right thing. And, and um, you know, it didn't it didn't pass. Yeah, but... I think you did get support by uh, mm -hmm. Councilor Liang and Councilor Palmachi. Yep. And the thing is, is that it's the, those two positions show up someplace else as well. And, right. And we'll and... talk about that in mm -hmm. a second. Yeah. So that came up again with the um, building department. Right. Mm -hmm. So it came up again with the building department. And I think um, Councilor Palmucci. Councilor Palmucci had some things to say about it. Um, mainly that it creates an inequity. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, these people are specifically working on the downtown, but we're the Ward 1, Ward 2, Ward 4, um, mm -hmm. all the wards don't get their special park landscapers and that maybe the, these resources should be shared. Uh, yeah. I think got, his feeling was, too, is that, you know, the posh people were getting their own special. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, the <laughs> affluent people. Basically, the affluent people that live in these apartments mm -hmm. that don't really contribute to it. Right. The taxpayer does. Yeah. And they're getting well, the special treatment. And the whole point was that the taxpayers, we were getting behind it. No, I didn't I didn't approve the diff, but the whole the whole idea of the downtown is that we're getting behind it because we're gonna have restaurants that we can go and you know, eat at and shops and different things. That was the that was the benefit of the downtown for the rest of the city of Quincy. No shops yet. There's no shops. And you know, and and, and, and again it was it was not an attack on the downtown per se, but it was just saying this isn't the right direction to go in because we're not this, these people should be working throughout the whole city, not just in the downtown. But they want to create their own little independent mini little city in the city. Yeah. And a, um, and a mini little budget. And I think offer. it has a little more to do with um, the maybe view. it's in the mayor's sight lines. Yeah. And you brought that up. Yeah. So I, so the reason why I brought it up is because I because I, I also asked her in the park departments for an update on Kincaid Park. Right. Kincaid Park was a big investment in the city of Quincy. I think we six spent, million dollars. Yeah, six million dollars. And it was unveiled last year. And I was in total approval of this because, you know, he just did Southwest Middle School. It's an area that needs it's a, on a main it's on a main street. It needs yeah, it needed some improvement, some action yeah. activity. Down and, it, there. and it has. But, you know, when we when we went to the unveiling, they hadn't really finished all of the things. But, you know, I was excited that it was there for people to use during the pandemic. And I went back right before this budget. And it hadn't been had. There was there was trees that were dead, bushes that were dead, grading that wasn't done. Yeah, dead dead bushes, dead pine tree. Um, I mean, Just not I, maintained. I, I mean, I'm, I'm a gardener, so I know these yeah. things. But, um, weeds throughout. Mm -hmm. um, but I could even tell. Edge, edge <laughs> trees hadn't been edged around. Uh, one tree was bent. Weeds everywhere. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. I mean, and those weeds are gonna if you pay attention to them, they're gonna take over and kill all those perennials. Right. And, and then they'll be replaced with some cheap alternative and it'll look like... But I question it. And, you know, and Dave, and Dave Murphy said he was going to fire the contract. If he it was agreed working. with you. I think we have that here. Yeah. So. It's helpful, Council 3, yep. Mr. Chairman. So as it relates to Kincaid, I agree with you. Like, we, we have a subcontractor who is responsible for maintenance there who has let us down. And what we have done, we've actually taken over the maintenance in the last couple of weeks because I saw the same things that you just pointed out. And I'm not happy with it at all. So the city has taken over maintenance sooner than we other would have uh, otherwise would have contractually because 
that the public doesn't care about the legal battles with the subcontractors. So we've just taken them over and we'll work it out with them. So, I mean, I, I, I'm glad he's going to fire the contract, but again, this is managed by the city yeah. and it's mismanaged because it's not being taken care of. And what I had said in regards to the mayor wanting to hire those two people was that, you know, unless it's in the mayor's sight line and the administration's sight line out the windows of City Hall, or that's he walks through or he walks through every single day, it's going yeah. to be taken care of. But this $6 million park that also has perennials and trees and hardscapes and I would and say this park, Kincaid Park, has almost or more perennials than <laughs> than the park in the downtown. Yeah, and it, and the other thing is they're saying they need these specialty people because that those those they have water they have water they have they have water parks they have water issues they have they have all these things but so does Kincaid Park and so does other areas of the city so I'm not quite sure how you can suggest that we need to have these special you know special hires for just um, just the downtown and for those who claim that they're fiscally responsible. And vote for this, and didn't and didn't vote to cut this out is fiscally responsible. It's fiscally just, irresponsible. Fiscally irresponsible. Yeah. Absolutely. And and they should. It's just a dangerous road you're going down because you're really just you now you now you're catering to, um, to the downtown. And you know in that very same sightline that I was questioning, Kevin was also the building department. And um, you know the building department has a, a separate building that's being taken care of, and that building's falling down. <laughs> right. So there was um, a letter that mm -hmm. was sent to the council. Right. Mm -hmm. Before uh, the budget. <laughs> by uh, Mr. Kapachinik. I don't know how to say it. I butchered that, I'm sure. Sorry about that. Um, Hello, counselors. I'm writing again regarding the deplorable condition of the house at 50 Seville Ave. This house, which at one time was easily the finest house on Seville Ave, is now in a sad state of deterioration. Of the few houses remaining on Seville, it is by far the worst. I recall that at one point, the city threatened action against private homeowners who didn't maintain their properties to some standard of repair. Did that standard ever become a city ordinance? The fact is that number 50 is occupied by the city of Quincy. Public buildings maintenance department is darkly humorous, but it isn't funny. I live next door, and when I look out of my windows, I see a building that is literally falling apart before my eyes. Hmm. Yes, I have actually seen pieces falling off. And then he went on to say, I have to look at this mess every day. It's clearly, obviously, having a negative effect on my property value. But nevertheless, my taxes continue to rise. This is continuing on a daily basis in real uh, time right here in Quincy Center, it seems the city has untold millions of taxpayer dollars to spend on any number of other things, but either can't or simply won't maintain the public building's maintenance department building to a standard it expects from private homeowners. Mm -hmm. So I know Mr. Hines has opened with uh, an apology. We have that here. Uh, I would like to take a brief moment, if I may, uh, to apologize to any counselors recently received an, uh, an email regarding the condition of a building on Savile Avenue. Uh, I was embarrassed that that email went out. Uh, I'm equally as angered that it needed to go out. Um, the condition of that building is not the standard that I set uh, for my department and for our maintenance staff. Uh, and the ironic part of it being that the home of the maintenance department uh, is not lost for me. Uh, we immediately addressed it. Uh, Dave Murphy, Commissioner Murphy from the uh, Natural Resources Get in there, get the landscape going, and uh, the companies have already addressed uh, the condition of that building. So I do apologize to the council that got the email, and I certainly apologize uh, to those neighbors. 
The thing about that, what's what's so bothersome about that is that, you know, had somebody not written in about that, I think the house would have, would have probably fallen down. It had big open, you know, it's just great. The city's now actually, you know, there every single day trying to fix it, but it's in really bad shape. And how often does how often does Mr. Hines go over to see his employees in that building? Yeah, that's, <laughs> and you shouldn't have to embarrass your city to get some kind of response. No, and the, and and the other thing is that's in the downtown, but it's not in the sight line, right, and that's not that being taken. It's not being taken it's care of. It's literally literally across down the down a short street mm-hmm. from the mayor's office mm-hmm. and it's it's unfortunate but but i mean it kind of it's a it really tells a bigger story kevin and what the bigger story is we have so many things that we have the, every project that we have and we get them out the door and we get them up and they look beautiful for the picture and then you know six months a year later everything looks horrible because we can't take care of it and uh, you know it's either we're not equipped to do it. We're taking on too much or we're hiring the wrong people that are, that are managing them and don't know how to manage them. I don't know. All I know is that, you know, Kincaid Park is is not where I expected it to right. be. And Southwest Middle School needs some attention also. And that's all brand new. Brand new. And it's just such a disappointment to me. And then to suggest that we have to hire specialty people to work in the downtown to make sure that, you know, the pet projects are taken care of, but not right. the rest of the city because the rest of us don't deserve it. Right. Yeah. And then the, the hiring of people 14 people that that are that are collecting they are they are on the payroll and they have health care and pensions and and none of the taxpayers know about it and we're charging them to a charge card called a bond <laughs> you're right and i know you had mentioned uh another role within the uh mayor's office and, yeah uh, you had asked for a name and yep. Mr. Walker. Mr. Walker wouldn't give you the name. It's a public employee. Yeah. I mean, he, they work for us. They work for you. Mm-hmm. So I had asked because it's another, it's called the Director of Institutional Relations. And that person, I guess, has lunch with um, philanthropists. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. so they're going to bring philanthropy money to the city of Quincy, which I'm sure they are. I'm sure, But they're paid again out of COVID money. And, you know, and I asked who this person was. Where's the where's the job description? How can you be hiring this person? And because he was not invited to the meeting, we can't be disclosing who these people are. When other department heads were telling me they just hired somebody and this person's name is this. Right. The, you know, the, the, the thing is, is that so this is this is a, hiding it or yeah, this is it or is it, you know, is it is it I don't know. Is it somebody's relation? I have no idea. Right. All I know is that we are hiring people and hiding them in line items that we can't see and that is not transparent and you can tell me that everything's transparent and you're an open book but when i'm finding things and i'm seeing things it's not transparent and the taxpayers of the city quincy deserve to know because as they would say their services aren't getting better and their taxes are going up and they're concerned so let's move on to a a completely different issue it's a something we've been we've been uh following uh quite Mm -hmm. closely uh i think we we have Broke the news on it. Um, Maybe. <laughs> um, the Town River, mm-hmm. um, the the marina uh, that they want to buy. Mm-hmm. And they also, um, there's a strong rumor that they want to move the USS Salem up there. Yep. But um, there's a series of events here which will uh, are quite disturbing. Yeah. Um, I know like- you had asked on June 21st. Yep. Um, Chris, Chris Walker, mm-hmm. um, if... If the Salem was was if the rumor were true that that the Salem was was going to be moved, right? And um, they said no. He they said no. He said, "I have no knowledge of any plans at this point." Mm-hmm. Um, and then you went on to ask, "Is the city in the process of acquiring the marina on Southern Artery?" To which Mr. Walker replied, "Counselor, I don't know." And that was on June twenty first. June twenty first. <laughs> The so, timeline is really killing me on this one. Right. So then the Sun and the Ledger came out with articles 
about the Park uh, and Rec Board uh, recommending that the city purchase two lots, the mm -hmm. marina and the two businesses in front of the marina. Mm -hmm. And that was on June. So it looks like that. What was the date on that? June 14th? June 14th. So in June... Oh, like a week, uh, over a week before. I asked, yeah. And then we were we, we did the... Why we, did, yeah. I mean, I know his, his job is maybe to spin things. I don't know if that's well, his job. <laughs> I think it is. And I'm, I'm not naive. I know spin is a little lie, but uh, can be a lie. But yeah. That was just an outright boldface lie to a city councilor. I believe it was. And, you know, and the thing is that because in the next in, in less than a week later, he was in the paper basically saying this is a great idea. <laughs> yeah. He said, uh, I'm so glad he Mahoney brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say that. He said, uh, Chris Walker, chief of staff major for Mayor Thomas Koch, says the land presents a unique opportunity <laughs> to protect public access to the water and prevent major development Opportunity like this does not come along very often. That sounds very similar to yeah. some other things. Major opportunity. Yeah. It doesn't come along right. very often. That means that, you know, this is just another pet project. So the interesting thing about that, that's June 30th. And June 14th was the Park and Recreation Department. And, you know, Chris Walker said on June 21st that he had no knowledge of any of this, but yet he must have. <laughs> Clearly, yes. Yeah. Um, and then... So then the other thing that happens is that I have been asking for updates, uh, just just for my own knowledge. This is just something I ask for a weekly update of what is being spent in the diff. Well, before we get there, I guess we should say mm -hmm. so. These two articles um, and everything they said publicly make would make you believe that they're just pondering whether to buy mm -hmm. this property. Yeah, it, and you know we had the we did the rumor a couple couple of shows ago, like show number four, and um and and I asked those questions on the 21st, and it made it seem like, no, I have no knowledge of it. And then on the 30th, not only do they have knowledge of it, but they think it's a great idea, yeah. and they're going to look into it. Right. Right. And then, so what I, so the reason why the diff became important was that I asked weekly for an update of what's been spent out of the diff, because I'm just curious, right? And I, some days I have more time than others, and I go through it, and I went through it, and I saw this one line item, and it was in, um, it was, it was for five hundred thousand dollars, and the check was cut to Pompeo Motors, and I looked up Pompeo Motors, and guess who Pompeo Motors owns? <laughs> They're the owner of of the marina. Right. So the owner of Pompeo Motors is uh, David Donahue, mm -hmm. which uh, he's the owner of the marina. Yeah. So it looks like he's the owner of the sites that they're that they're looking to yep. buy and a five hundred thousand dollar check. So it looks like they have maybe gone. I'll say it. Different. They've purchased it. Well, I don't think they I think five hundred thousand is a complete purchase, no, but, but they made a commitment of some they've form. Made some kind of commitment. Mm -hmm. um, money has been exchanged. <laughs> money has been exchanged. So it's yeah. it's gone further than the. Uh, oh, we're just thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Well, we I, you know I, all I can say is that it was um, in, it was in the diff. It was underneath. Um, Capital expenditures and most of those things that were purchased were like computers, vehicles. And what um, was it under? What was the category? Category said licensing fee, licensing fee. But so maybe there, maybe it's to tow the ship. I don't know. But you know, the point of the matter is, is that five hundred thousand dollars of your pandemic money, taxpayers. Yeah, pandemic, pandemic money. Also. Pandemic money is being um, is being it was was cut to Pompeo Motors, Dave Donahue, which owns that site, which they're in the paper on the 30th saying that they're thinking about acquiring on the 14th, the park and rec said that that was a great idea. And on June 21st, Chris Walker said, not that I know of counselor. Right. So transparency, Kevin. Yeah. Transparency. Transparency. Again. I asked a question. You could answer it honestly, 
Or, you know, you could pick up the phone and call me because obviously I'm asking some right. questions. And so, I know they want me to pick up the phone and call, but I think maybe they need to just start being honest. <laughs> why do these things get developed in secrecy? Well, the thing that's so disturbing about this is that, you know, this is, we don't, we don't know why. Maybe because the idea is so crazy that. We don't have, we don't have all the pieces of, of the puzzle here, but I do know I asked a couple of questions and, and one wouldn't think it's this far down the road. And, you know, $500,000 check cut out of, of um, pandemic money. To it, it maybe it's coincidence. It's just a coincidence, but I don't think so. Well, we've been following up on a couple other issues. Uh, yeah. We can't quite reveal them yet. But yeah. I think this is a weekly thing from now. Future right. information to come. So. Right. So we don't have um, so listener we'll, mail this week because yeah. we do want to just get this last point in because we want to keep it somewhat short. Um, so the MEPA. Mm-hmm. So so all the people who wrote into Pine Hill, thank you very very much. The MEPA report is out. And let me tell you, it is a fantastic read, and it's not a very, it's kind of a scathing read. Over 100 letters. Over 100 letters, and it's a scathing scathing report from MEPA to the city of Quincy. And I do think if you have time, we're going to put the link in the the notes down the bottom. Read some of these letters. You can read some of these letters, and many of them are about, you know, they're upset about what's happening with this bridge. The the story that they tell them is an eye-opener, and let me tell you, if I was the administration... Yeah. A lot really, of constituents have other issues that they're bringing to the table. But this one's kind of the one that's, that's kind of brought them out to talk. And if you read the letters, there's there's a lot more to it. So right. I hope the administration's reading them and taking them seriously. Yep. Um, so we'll we'll be following that and other stories. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully this weather is going to break uh, for tomorrow and Monday. I think uh, it is. I think it's supposed great. to. July 4th is supposed to be a little bit gray and cold, but then Monday is supposed to be a beautiful day. So. Yeah, so uh, we hope you have a great 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it's been a rocky start. But mm-hmm. Happy Independence Day. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you. And we'll see you again next time. Yeah. On City, City Limits. Limits. Bye, everybody.